Hey everybody, what's up? This is Pat Flynn and welcome to episode 15 of Ask Pat. I'm always happy to be here to answer your online business and blogging questions five days a week. Hope you're doing awesome. Today I want to mention uh, today's show is brought to you by Longtail Pro. This is a tool that I use to help me with search engine optimization, uh, search engine competitiveness, and also finding those hidden keywords within your niche around your blog that you should be targeting. Again, Long Tail Pro by my buddy Spencer Hawes. Great guy. My affiliate link for that is smartpassiveincome.com slash longtailpro. And of course, we're talking about SEO today. So we have a question from Tony about Link Juice. So let's hear from Tony right now. Hey, Pat, this is Tony from overthatgamefrom.com, and my question is in regards to links. I recently listened to you talk about how using follow links is like poking holes in your juice box. If that's the case, does it ever make sense to use follow links? Um, I recently listened to Spencer Haas talk about how when he introduced affiliate lists to his site, his uh, Google rankings tanked. So... His solution to fix that was that he made his entire page no follow. Um, could he have got his rankings back by just introducing uh, no follow links instead of making the whole page no follow? Uh, let me know. Thanks. Tony, thank you so much for your question. And for those of you listening, you might not really understand what Tony was referencing. And he's talking about something I mentioned a long time ago. I would say maybe two and a half to three years ago, actually on my other blog, smartpassiveincome.com. Um, you know, I talked a lot about SEO then because I did a lot of experiments with SEO. And he's talking about when I mentioned that your website is sort of, you can envision it like a juice box. And within your website, you know, you can do internal linking where you link to other articles on your own site or you can do external linking. And that's linking to sites outside of your own site. And whenever you share an external link, it's sort of like poking a hole in your juice box. And so you, know, you poke a hole in your own juice box with that external link and leak juice will sort of leak out of there. And that sort of decreases the sort of authority or the power of that particular page or your website, um, depending on where you're leaking that juice to. And, you know, some some of those leaks are better than others, I guess. But, you know, that was a few years back. So much stuff has changed with Google and search engine optimization since then. Um, it's hard to keep up. And I do try to read and stay stay with the times with SEO. But to be honest, like I'm not an expert at this. And it's, I mean, it's, things change so often. It's, it's like I don't care anymore. You know, I, I want to build a business where I don't have to rely on Google search in order to be successful, right? I want to build a business where I don't need to rely on Google search in order to be successful. Um, and, and, and you know, just things are always changing. There was Penguin and Panda and there's, what's next? Like Pterodactyl or I, I don't even know what's going to happen next. And that's the thing. We don't know what's going to happen next. So, you know, when it comes to link juice and stuff there, I mean, I mean in, in, in SEO in general, there are just basic rules that I follow that I feel will always stay the same um, and, and, and I don't even worry about that other stuff. And that's why, for those of you who are following along with Niche Site Duel 2.0, which you can get more information on at nichesiteduel.com, you know, I, I created a niche site a while back using a bunch of 
know, gray hat SEO strategies and they, and they worked, you know, they worked back then. And that's when I started talking a lot about SEO, but then things changed. Um, you know, those techniques don't work quite as well as they used to now. And now I'm doing a second niche site and I'm publicly sharing everything that happens. This is on foodtrucker.com, building a niche site for people in the food truck resource or a resource for people in the food truck industry. And uh, I'm taking a completely different approach. And I'm just following these basic SEO rules that I followed on smartpassiveincome.com because on Smart Passive Income, I didn't really care about SEO. I just did these basic rules and just... Over time, I've been found in search, and the same thing is already happening with foodtrucker.com. And so these are the sort of basic SEO rules that I follow, and I always suggest people follow, and then not even worry about all those other stuff. I mean, yes, those other things are important, and you, you, you can highly focus on those, and you can get sort of ninja with some of those tactics, but, you know, like I said, who knows what's going to what's going to happen next. But these things are, are sort of always the things that I, that I do that I feel will always come into play. So the first thing is, you know, if you're going to be targeting a keyword, make sure you place that keyword in optimal places. For instance, the title of that article. Or if you're targeting a specific keyword for your website, it should be in, if possible, the domain name. And even then, that's not even that important anymore. But at least in the title of your page and in any sort of metadata like the meta description of your site or for a particular blog post or page. You want to always manually enter the meta description and put those keywords in there naturally because, you know, you don't want to just write for search engines. You want to write for people too. And that's sort of where Google has been heading. They want to become as human as possible when it comes to providing search engine results for you. You can also include keywords as well. A lot of plugins like, uh, you know, Yoast's SEO plugin or the all-in-one SEO plugin for WordPress, uh, it gives you a spot to insert keywords. And I still enter keywords for my articles, uh, you know, my primary, secondary, and tertiary keywords that I feel are related to that article. And I don't spend too much time trying to decide what those keywords are. It's sort of just, you, you just sort of know. And, it, you know, you can't really get it wrong. Nothing bad's going to happen if you, if you put in the wrong keywords. But you should have some sort of idea of what the main keywords are that your article's about. And the thing is, Google doesn't even look at those anymore. Because back in the day, people were putting keywords in that didn't relate to those articles and were getting ranked for those non-related keywords. So Google doesn't even look at those anymore. But Bing does and Yahoo does. And you can't not pay attention to those search engines as well because you will get a few hits here and there. And because a lot of people don't optimize for those other search engines, that's a really quick way that you can perhaps get ahead of the competition on these sort of secondary and uh, third level uh, search engines. I always also make sure to categorize and tag my articles as well. Um, and I also, you know, this is the this is the tip for you, Tony, when it comes to, um, you know, link juice and, and having le- link leakage or link juice leaking out of your site. Any affiliate links that I have, um, I always try to make no follow. So those are no follow affiliate links. It's sort of a, you know, if you don't know what that means, you know, then don't worry about it. You don't even really need to do to, to worry about it. But affiliate links, I will no follow just so that link juice doesn't pass through to sites that um, may not be trusted. And you know, uh, Google has certain thoughts about you know affiliate pages and landing pages and those sorts of things. Um, some other rules that I sort of uh, play with are including 
you know, high quality media on blog posts that relate to those keywords that I'm targeting. So I'll include YouTube videos, whether they're YouTube videos that I create myself or YouTube videos that I find that would be helpful for people who read that article um, that relate to that keyword as well. Also, you can embed SlideShare. Uh, if you go to slideshare.net, you can find some great um, slideshows that you can also embed on your websites as well. Um, and, you know, just adding as much value as you can to your articles because you want your articles to be epic. Those are the things that get ranked high. Those are the things that really get shared, right? That, I mean, I would much rather have people share articles of mine than be ranked really high in Google. I mean, obviously both uh, would be awesome. And they both go kind of hand in hand because, you know, Google's looking to, to show off the best stuff. Um, but I would much rather focus on writing for people and having those things shared. And so that's my answer. And, and if you're listening to this and you're like, Pat, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know SEO. I, these I just do the basics and I don't care about all that other stuff. I let my articles and my research and my writing and my connection to my audience and the relationship I build with them, I let that do the marketing for me. And I don't even want to play these games anymore with Google. I just do the basic stuff. And you know what? I'm still getting ranked really high for a lot of the things I talk about. Um, but if you do want to read more about SEO and you want to get into sort of that sort of thing, um, I recommend going to moz.com slash blog. That's where I read a lot about SEO and, and things that are happening in the industry. Um, you know, uh, Rand Fishkin writes there and a lot of other great people. So that's moz.com slash blog. Um, and yeah, that's my answer. So, you know, I would love to hear your comments. If you are an SEO expert and you want to give Tony some help or anybody else out there who uh, wants to understand more about link juice and all that stuff, I mean, just play it natural, guys. Like, just write. I mean, I'm going to actually end with a quote that just sums this all up quite nicely. But before I mention that, I want to re-mention Longtail Pro, smartpassiveincome.com slash Longtail Pro. That I, that I still use, and I use that almost every day when I write new articles and I use that to discover what else I should be writing about, especially with my niche sites. Okay, so I'm, I'm targeting these keywords. What other keywords should I write? And I think I mentioned also semrush.com. That's another great resource, and that one is free. Um, but here's a quote by Neil Patel that I want you to just think about. He says, write, and he actually said this in, in, in smartpassiveincome.com slash session 67, which was episode 67 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Neil Patel said, write about what people want. Search engines will eventually catch up. So think about that. Write for the people. Search engines will figure it out. All right. Take care. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat.